Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSB Magazine. You're listening to a new The Changemaking Podcast with Chloe Mestagi. Each episode will introduce an area of technology that needs work and highlight the changemakers working on it. Join Chloe and guests as they tap into their passion about equity and rights for all. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. Welcome to another episode of the Changemaking Podcast with ITSP Magazine. My name is Chloe Mistagi, and I am your host today. And today I am joined by Mary Cheney, who is the Chairwoman, CEO, and President of Minorities and Cybersecurity, also known as Mike. Mary, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Chloe. I'm glad to be here. So let's first dive into it. I want to know the story behind Mike, how it was formed. So if you could share a little bit about like your experience and building it and the mission, I would love to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. And to, to start with Mike is to start with Mary. So, and we're going to go back to the very beginning. Um, I'm, I'm an IT geek by training. So my undergraduate degree um, is in information systems. So engineer by training that uh, went to law school. So I went to law school and became a licensed attorney before um, going into the FBI where I was a special agent for the FBI and I investigated cybercrime for them. And uh, in addition to that, I was also their information security officer. Uh, and that's when everything started to come together uh, for me when in this field called information security, where, you know, I had the the tech background with the legal background and the law enforcement investigations experience. And it really was a fascinating place for me to be. And after, you know, unfortunately, I, I, I was playing around with and, and running out in L.A. and catching criminals for about six years before I transitioned out. Um, and then I had a I had a four years there. I had started my first business. So I'm an entrepreneur as well. And during that four year time frame post FBI, I also became a professor at the University of Cincinnati, which is something I still do to this day. And um, once I and, and I and I joke and I laugh, but it, I'm completely serious when I say entrepreneurs, we tend to run out of money and I ran out of money the first time. And so I went into corporate America and that's where the, my my background, well, my my um, history and Mike begins because I became a public speaker. And oftentimes after these speaking events, I would have women and people of color, men of color, women of color come up to me after these events, after hearing me speak and, you know, really want me to be their mentor. And they were looking for people that looked like them that were at higher levels of, of this profession called information security. So I came out of the FBI. When I went into corporate, I started at as the director level. And so uh, going out from, I guess that was, I'm, I'm not, well, I can, I can date myself. I guess this goes back into 2012, right? So from 2012 to 2019, to the start of Mike, I had amassed maybe upwards of 30 to 35 mentees. And what we did um, during our monthly conversations, we would talk about the challenges that they were facing 
in this profession. And many times the challenges were not technical skill related. They were challenges with unconscious bias. They were challenges with being ignored, not having, you know, having to deal with um, racism and, and sexism and all of those isms in the corporate environment, not just not well, corporate academia, any, any workplace. Right. So back in 2019, I founded minorities in cybersecurity with them in mind and essentially wanted to create an organization that would help them, um, have a community of folks that they can go to and talk to when they need it and also provide training, and um, leadership opportunities and job opportunities and things of that nature where they can go to uh, different organizations that were committed to you know, developing minority and women talent. So I founded Mike back in 2019. We were, we were headed to a conference in 2020. And of course, we all know what happened in 2020. Uh, COVID happened and everything kind of kind of uh, went awry from there. 2020 was a wash, really, to be honest. I was doing some back-end stuff, creating some development, creating some programs. And just to give you an understanding of the way minorities in cybersecurity is structured, we are a membership organization and we are we have several different groups. So we have our MIC Aspirers, then the aspires groups are those that are graduating from college or looking to get into cybersecurity, transition into the cybersecurity space. We have our mic builders, those that are in their first cybersecurity role and looking to build out their subject matter expertise. We have our mic communicators, and those are individuals with five or more years of experience looking to get into a senior leadership role or um our people leadership type of role. And then we have our mic directors, those that are looking to get to the executive level. And so our programming is designed to meet each of those individuals at their level. Um, and, and so that's what we're doing. So I'll stop there because I can keep going, Chloe. You, I know I'm not giving you a chance to ask questions. <laughs> oh, no, Mary. I mean, you're on the roll. You're taking a, you're, you're, you got this. Um, so I know that you have so many different initiatives for Mike, and one of them is the Mike Lead Program. And I would love to hear more about that. I know it's in June, correct? Yes, yes, yes. So we have the leadership development program, which we call LEAD, and we have Mike LEAD programs, and we'll be developing Mike LEAD programs for each of our groups. Now, the aspires, builders, communicators, and directors, the current like Mike LEAD class. Um, begins in June, and it's a six-month training program. Um, it's a six-month program every other Saturday where we take leaders through what I call corporate survival skills. And I, I just don't like the term soft skills because I think that in order to be successful in cybersecurity as women and minorities, that we need to understand or we need to develop much more than our technical acumen in that in this space. So we take them through courses like, you know, defining your own leadership style, how to um, identify other leadership styles, even how to put together some type of cybersecurity related program and metrics and things like that. So we take them through the things that they need to know to transition from an individual contributor to a people leader. 
I absolutely love uh, what you said about soft skills on that front. I feel like everyone's always like soft skills. It's not, it's not technical. I'm like, but you can't connect dots. You cannot progress in your career unless you learn those skills. It's so needed. So I I know that uh, Mike also has a conference um, in Dallas, Texas, and I think the next one's in 2023. How can people, I mean, Tell us about the conference. How can people get involved? And what is the mission of this conference? Yeah, absolutely. So they, we, were, we're, we were going to have our inaugural conference in 2020. And that, of course, I told you that went awry. And so we are just now coming out of a situation from my level of comfort with COVID that we're planning for our 2023 conference, which will be the spring of 2023. Um, We're going to have content based on our levels, our groups, aspires, builders, communicators, directors, and we're also going to have a job fair. So I think that the registration should start at, in June. We should start announcing the save the dates. There's some back end stuff that we have to do. If you've ever, if you've ever tried to put together a conference, you know that there's a lot of stuff that goes on on the back end. And so we're trying to get all of that set so we can send out a save the date uh, for it. You can, you can sign up for our email newsletters. We'll definitely, you can follow us on socials. We'll definitely be advertising once we have those dates um, solidified. So I would, it would encourage anybody and everybody to, if, if they're looking to get into the, the type of programming that we're doing and, you know, those, the, the, the conversations themselves are going to be real conversations, not going to be similar conversations that you may have at other conferences. We really are focused in on building leaders in this space. Absolutely love it. And so how can people become members? What is the criteria to be a member? Well, Mike is a membership, um, a paid membership organ, uh, organization. We have membership starting at the um, aspires level or the college level students are, I don't know, Lord, let me see. I haven't looked at it in a while. Students are, I think are $49 a year. Um, and then you have nonprofit and government folks. And then we have professional members, which are the bulk of our members, which is, ends up being about two forty nine dollars a year. And then we have our corporate membership is our um, contributor level when they're corporations, they get three members or they get to send three of their employees through it. And then you have three, five and 10, depending upon the level of, of sponsor or membership that corporation chooses. But we have a lot of corporations that use our membership to post jobs because we do have a job board. And if nothing else, I think your listeners should go out and sign up for um, our newsletters and, and, and for our emails, because then that's where we send our job alerts. We had we have um, our corporate members that post jobs regularly, monthly, and, and for specifically for cybersecurity. And, you know, unlike most, these are usually, my corporate members are usually folks that I, you know, have a personal relationship with so I can vouch for their um, dedication in, in, and their um, commitment to minority and women talent. Excellent. And so how can companies support Mike? 
Well, in, in multiple ways. So we have, of course, our membership and corporations can become corporate members. We also have the ability to donate. You can go on the website and hit the donate now button. But we also have sponsorship opportunities within the Mike Lead programs themselves and also with our conference. So the Mike Lead Aspirers uh, so the, the content that we're developing might lead aspirers, might lead builders, might lead communicators, might lead directors. Each of those can have sponsors. Like, for instance, the communicators course, we only take 15 students in those courses. Um, and that's the one that starts in January and June. And Bloomberg is a sponsor. So there is no cost to the folks that are accepted in those programs because Bloomberg is sponsoring that group. So those we we have sponsorship opportunities for those leadership programs. And I've talked to several organizations about sponsoring of the individual um, other Mike Lee programs. Well, then now I have the next question, which is basically around what do you hope for the future for Mike in the next one year to two years and then to five years? Well, Mike's mission is clear. We want to be the number one training organization or leadership development organization for minorities and women in cybersecurity. So, you know, the, the mission is very, very clear in what we want to do based on experience, based on conversations, based on mentorship and things of that nature. So I think the next one to two years, we're going to get really clear about our, our content that we're and have these programs, these, these lead programs take off. And then as we continue to grow and develop, we, we need to do a little bit more with our mentorship. We do. And, and, but you know, as, as going from just a one person organization, you know, if you've ever been an entrepreneur going from one to five and five to 10, these are growth, growth spurts, and we're going through a growth spurt right now. So we're, putting together all of these things so we are, we're able to service our community appropriately. And my next question for you is, what do you hope our, the cybersecurity industry starts doing better on? <laughs> well, that could be a long <laughs> list. I totally understand, <laughs> but let's go. Okay, what are the top three that come to mind? No, I think, you know, overall, technology and cybersecurity, diversity, equity, and inclusion will always be a, an issue until it's not. So I think it, since I've been in this space and it's been 25 plus years, we've always had an, a, a diversity, equity, and inclusion challenge. And we still to this day uh, haven't really made as, as much progress as we would have liked to, or we, we should have made thus far in, in the, in this space, the amount of unconscious bias, the amount of unequal pay, the amount of, of non-technically or, you know, non- important skills that are be, being utilized to preclude people or to prevent people from this field is just ridiculous. And 
I, I had a number in my head that 35% of all African-American women leave the profession. And we have to do something about that because if women and minorities are leaving, we're not getting into diversity. We're not going to be able to solve the next gen problems. I mean, there are next gen problems and, you know, building out these algorithms for AI. And you, if you only get one type of person that's coding these algorithms, you're going to get a skewed view. And that has been proven time and time again. So I think that having diversity of thought, diversity, just not even color or, you know, or, or uh, sex, we're talking age, we're talking religion, we're talking, you know, whether they're, you know, handicapped or whether they are, you know, whatever, I think the more viewpoints that we get in this space, the better that we will be able to now service the overall community and not just a portion of it. Here, here to that. I, I think one of the things that was very apparent when just joining cybersecurity in general was like, there was such a lack of diversity, like people Mm -hmm. of color, marginalized genders, just, and it's so disheartening you know, and yeah, I really hope it, things it change. Can yeah. It can be, but what I'm going to tell everybody, your listeners out there is don't give up. If you leave, then it's going to stay this way. Yeah. And you just have to find some resolve, find some, some communities that you can reach out to that's going to help you and to give you advice. Don't isolate yourself and, and feel like you're going through this alone. Minorities in cybersecurity, we have a community of folks that we are, are trying to, or that we are uh, addressing. And you can reach out to us and it, you don't necessarily have to be a member to be embraced as part of the community. Uh, so f- please, please, please do feel free to reach out. Absolutely love that, Mary. I mean, honestly, I, it, I know that the turnaround is usually really high in the first year because many don't know about groups such as like, you know, Mike and other uh, organizations that help marginalized folks in our community. And it's so needed because once you know you're not alone, doors open completely. Absolutely. And I, I can tell you, I get calls all the time from recruiters and employers trying to find the talent. So you tap into those resources and to be able to say, okay, this is a place that we can go to actually have these hard conversations. I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm that, you know, straightforward. Let's, let's, let's talk about it type of person. I'm not the person to shy away from the hard conversations. And if you need a voice to, to, you know, stand up and speak for you, I, I, I'll be more than happy to be that voice. Absolutely love it, Mary. And then I would say the last question I have is around what can listeners do to help support Mike and its mission what are some of those things? It could be a long list. I don't care. It just <laughs> what what no, do you just, need? What do you need no. so that we can deliver? No engagement. I think the biggest challenge that I have um, that we have as a community, you know, in the United States or global community is our 
our attention is being split in so many different ways. And sometimes it's hard to know where to spend that valuable time. And you're not going to get success or be successful if you don't engage in something. I mean, it's one thing to feel like you have to follow 15,000 people and hear what everyone else has to say. But at some particular point, you become that expert and you have something to say. So engage and, and be able to get involved. I mean, support. You can always donate. You can always we have our Mike Swag store. We have T-shirts and and um coffee cups and everything else tank tops and all those things out there as well merchandise mike merchandise and you know it's just engage 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 and the more engagement you have volunteer send me an email and say hey mary you know what um what do you need how can i get engaged this is the service that um i'm offering but please believe that i am this is a leadership organization so if you come to me and say how do I get involved? I'm going to ask you, what are you good at? So please be aware that when you come to the table, you ha- you're going to have to come to the table with something that you're going that that you're passionate in, because this is an organization built on people that are passionate about what we're doing in our community. Love it. Well, thank you, Mary, so much for being on the Change Making Podcast with me today. And everyone, um, for any details about Mike itself, it will be in the details below this episode. Thank you so much, Mary, for being on here. It was such a pleasure to learn about Mike and its journey and all the wonderful things that it's doing in the community. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Changemaking Podcast with Chloe Mestagi. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share ITSPMagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.